Welcome to Red, White, and Confused. I'm your host, Heather Evans. This week on the show, we are continuing with our interviews with candidates across the Southwestern Virginia districts running for various positions in 2023. Red, White, and Confused is part of the weekly lineup at WEHC. In the Emory area, you can find us on 90.7. In Wise, we are 90.5. In Clintwood at 90.3. In Norton at 91.7. And Pound at 91.3. This set of interviews come from Washington County with the candidates who are running this year for sheriff. I have sent an invitation to both of the candidates this year who are running in this county. So first up is Rex Carter. Rex, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So I want to start our show today with some of your background. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and why you decided to run for sheriff this year in Washington County? Sure. First of all, thank you for having me. I I really appreciate this opportunity and look forward to getting information out about me. We do, of course, have our website, rexcarterforsheriff.com, so you can read some some more information about me. But just uh, very quickly, I grew up uh, over in Scott County and uh, high school, went to school there at Emory. Yay, go EHC. And so 1994 graduate, I began my career in law enforcement through the Virginia State Police and served over 20 years and then after my early retirement from state police, then I got involved in Washington and Scott County Sheriff's Office as reserve deputy, still maintain my law enforcement certifications, uh, but took a little different path the last few years. I work in uh, in private business now. I do private security as well as human resources work. So I believe that really gives me a good foundation to bring not only professional law enforcement experience, but also background in business management, uh, as well as uh, just just giving that that solid foundation of human resources um, and, you know, good, good financial uh, practices as well. So uh, just, just really bring a lot to the table and some that uh, we'll be glad to share with people a little bit more as we get into this. So what was it this year that kind of prompted your run for sheriff in Washington County? Well, you know, ran a couple of years ago uh, at the um, 2019 and we learned a lot in that campaign you know, all the guys are great to run with or run against, I guess, however you want to put it. But really, over the last couple of years, I've really been paying attention to what's been happening in the uh, in the budget area for the sheriff's office and really been looking at the, the services that the sheriff's office is supposed to be providing to the public. So over the last couple of years, I've really seen a decline in the services. Uh, we've seen an increase in crime in 2020. Uh, we we saw an increase of 21% in crime. We've seen uh, the number of drug arrests decrease, but yet we've seen the number of addictions and the number of of, uh, of drugs coming to the area increase. So I think it's really a concern that, uh, that I want to address, and that is getting our law enforcement back into the communities where they belong. And so I see that as a need uh, to really putting our communities first, putting our people first. That has been our, our theme, our slogan, if you want to call it all along, and that is putting people over politics. We've got to get back to caring more about the needs of people in communities uh, rather than just the, the good old boy nepotism. And and really, when you have something like that in place, it just hurts. It hurts people. And, and I've seen too many people, I've spent too many times on the phone and, and meeting people face-to-face who just, they're like, look, we never see see that many deputies in the area or a call and it's an hour and a half you know, response time, whatever it may be. And so these are some of the issues that that really drove me to, you know, hey, 
get back out there, run, make that difference. Because as the old saying goes, if, if you're going to complain, but not do anything about it, then don't complain. But if you want to, if you want to see change, you've got to be that change. And so that's, that's why we're running for this office. I'm running as an independent candidate. Uh, my background is conservative, but uh, I'm running as an independent candidate because law enforcement does not need to be political. It doesn't matter what your political ideologies are. If you're a citizen of Washington County or you're visiting Washington County and you call for law enforcement services, then you deserve the the full effect and the full respect and the and to have your, your needs met by law enforcement. It doesn't matter what you may think politically. And that's been a problem far too long as we've had too much of the politics involved in law enforcement. Okay. So for some listeners who are kind of tuning into this, they may wonder, they've heard, you know, the sheriff's office. They've also heard the police department. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how those two offices work together and how they're, they're distinct? How's, sure. what are, what, what happens in the sheriff's office that kind of is separate from the police department here in Abingdon? Well, Abingdon is uh, identified as a town and not a city, such as you have Bristol City, so they have their independent law enforcement of the Bristol City Police Department. Abingdon is a, is a town, which means that Washington County, as a sheriff's office, could, still has uh, jurisdictional duties in the town of Abingdon. However, there's you know there's a mutual agreement. The town will handle calls in the town, but they can also have assistance from from the sheriff's office as well. Just like when I was with the state police, state police has had statewide jurisdiction. Well, in Washington County, unlike some other locations, Washington County has jurisdiction throughout the county, of course, for patrol, for investigations, for the court security, for animal control. Uh, so you've got a a whole lot more underneath the umbrella for the sheriff's office, I guess you could say. The sheriff is an elected constitutional office position, uh, and uh, whereas a police department, that chief works uh, really not so much for the people, but but works for the town council or the board, whoever that may be. Uh, Here in Virginia, the sheriff works for the people, and, and there's, you know, the only other higher authority than the sheriff uh, as far as that goes, would be the Commonwealth Attorney who has full prosecuting abilities. But then, really, after that, you have the Virginia Attorney General's office. So, so it's a very, very important position. And there's a lot of power, a lot of authority. But really, that's only given to that sheriff by the people. Okay, and you've already mentioned this a little bit um, in in your response a couple moments ago. But I I wanted to get into the areas you see as room for improvement within the sheriff's office. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, what are the things that you think we should improve upon if you get elected? What are those things you'd like to focus on? Well, I look at it in a, I guess, a two-pronged approach, internal and external. So internally, what needs to take place is a is really a restructuring of the agency to be more efficient and more effective in our responses. Right now, um, on average, you've got maybe three or four deputies, maybe five uh, with the supervisor, but very rarely that many, who, that's working a night shift, a 12-hour night shift in a 600-square-mile county. So it's no wonder that we have delayed response times. If you need help, it may be an hour before somebody gets there. Uh, so so really restructuring to be more effective, more efficient in the response times and adjustment of scheduling. I've got, a, I've got some goals uh, on that I want to put in place I think would help. Uh, really also building that support on the inside for the men and women of the of the sheriff's office. Uh, if if administration 
does not care about the people inside the office, then they're not going to go out and do their jobs that well because they know they don't have upper management support. Uh, so really, that's one of the things that, that I, I'm very, very strong on is that, you know, I'm not going to ask somebody to go do something that I wouldn't do. If if it may be that, hey, we get elected come January 1, I need to go answer a call. I'm jumping right in answering a call. Um, another thing that I think is so very, very important is the sheriff must be visible to the community to be out and about. We've not seen that the last four years. And so that's one of the things I'm definitely changing is the sheriff needs to be a sheriff of the people because that's who voted for him to put him in office. Uh, another thing I want to do is have more transparency and accountability. What we're finding, especially from a budget standpoint, we're finding some 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 hidden costs and some light items that, that the people need to be aware of. Uh, for example, we've got $3.3 million worth of military equipment that has been brought into Washington County through the DRMO program. Okay, well, that's free equipment to the county, uh, to the sheriff's office. That's great. However, it is you and I, it, it's you and I, the, the county taxpayers that have to pay for the maintenance and upkeep of this really junk military equipment that's very rarely used. Why do we have $3.3 million worth of military equipment? We There's a there's a D9 bulldozer, there's tractor trucks, there's Humvees, there's military armored personnel carriers. Why do we have that? And why was the cost to bring those items in, the personnel cost, uh, in 2021, there was a line item called purchase services, $15,000 of money was spent to pay for the deputies to leave Washington County to go bring that information or to go to bring bring that equipment in. That's information that's open to the public. Uh, anything that I present and put out there, it is verified and certified, and I can show you the budget right down to the line item. Why is it that that this current administration is spending money to bring in junk equipment that's of no use? I'm all about financial transparency and financial accountability. I'm a fiscal conservative. And if you want to know where your dollars are being spent, I will have the report to show you where to where your money's being spent. I want to put in place an independent uh, independent report every month. So that way, if you call me up and you say, Rex, where is where are we on salaries? Okay, well, I've got it. Here's where we spend on salaries. Uh, you say, what about um, expenses for vehicles? Well, here's your expenses for vehicles. Because it's not my money. And that that's 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 the problem right now. Uh, you've got a budget that going into this fiscal year coming up 2023, 20, 24, you're looking at the largest budget for Washington County Sheriff's Office in the history that I can find. You're close to $10 million. It's $2.5 million more this year than it was last year. Now, the current sheriff is going to tell you, well, hey, you know what? That's going to be because I'm raising the money or raising salaries for the deputies and we're putting overtime. Look, that's great. I support paying the men and women of the sheriff's office. No issue there. Let's pay them what they're due. The other, but the problem I have is how is that being managed and who's going to manage that to make sure there's no abuse of power or abuse of, of the financial funds? And then second of all, what about any other frivolous spending that's out there? You know, why are we spending thousands and thousands of dollars for more radios and cameras when the initial purchase of those uh, the equipment didn't seem to sync up well. So you know, we're just throwing money at, at problems that could have smarter solutions. I know it's kind of a long way around, uh, long way around the barn for you, but but I get very passionate about the improvements that we need to make as far as improvements on the outside or the external. Uh, I want people to know that the sheriff's office cares about them. We're going to revitalize the neighborhood watch programs. They've been basically defunct for the last couple of years, and we have to have more 
uh, more involvement in our community uh, to you know look the neighborhood watch programs more crime prevention more more deputies out on patrol i want to do that through more grant funding you realize that that in 2021 the sheriff's office could have applied for and and perhaps gotten a good portion of three million dollars worth of grants there are two grants that came out that they could have applied for did not apply did not get any money but yet the sheriff's office continually comes back to the board of supervisors and asking for more money for things that that could have been taken care of for example january of this year uh, uh current sheriff and, and the major went before the board of supervisors asking for just over $1,700 to pay two bills, one of which was past due, to, 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 to pay the bills that was incurred for transporting two dead bodies to the medical examiner's office in Roanoke. Why did they come back to the board to ask for this money when they had over half a million dollars sitting in the traffic enforcement fund? Now, granted, $1,700 in a $10 million budget, okay, not, it's the principle of the matter. Why is it that you and I, the taxpayer, had to pay that bill for for services that the sheriff's office in, in, incurred, and yet they had money sitting there in the budget. I, I don't understand. These are questions I have that nobody can answer. But but these are the problems that I have that we we've got to fix, and and we're going to. We're bringing back professionalism. We're bringing back accountability, and we're bringing back transparency. Well, we are almost out of time, but I want to give you an opportunity uh, for my final question that I ask for every candidate that's ever come on the show which is essentially the two-minute elevator speech. Essentially, tell our listeners why they should come out and vote in November and why they should consider voting for you. Well, every, every registered voter, every American citizen, every citizen of Washington County, you have the right to have your voice heard. Uh, we've got early voting starting September 22nd in Washington County. Uh, you can go out, cast your, cast your ballot in person there at the county office building. I really want to encourage everybody. Every vote is a voice that needs to be heard in this election. We have seen too much of the of the nepotism. We've seen too much of the lack of services. And I'm running for sheriff because I believe in bringing back professionalism to take care of people, to run an office that has compassionate to people. But yet we have got to we've got to increase our standard to be a professional agency. Once again, we've lost that. And, and it's very, very frustrating to see that. Uh, when I look at everything that's happening from the financial or mismanagement of money to the mismanaged personnel to the lawsuits that are that are that are coming to Washington County because of the negligence of the current sheriff. I mean, when you look at this massive amount of lawsuits that are coming in from negligent hiring and all of that, I'm very, very concerned that that the current sheriff has put our county in a position of liability. And we may not be able to pay the bill because you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars that's coming this way in lawsuits because of incompetence and negligence. And, and I'm very frustrated along with a lot of other people. So let your voice be heard. Let's change this and let's put people over politics. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. And for all of our listeners, Rex does have a Facebook page for his campaign, and he also has a website. His website can be found at rexcarterforsheriff.com. And if you're interested in volunteering or giving a donation, please reach out to him either through his campaign website or through Facebook. So thanks again for coming on the show, Rex. Good luck to you as you continue your campaign. Thank you.